Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day two with Pastor Alan Bailey and excited about having you, Pastor. It's been such a blessing. We've been talking about this for a number of months now and uh, finally been able to hook up. It's such a blessing. And if you're in the uh, Jasper, Alabama area, why don't you join Pastor at his church called The Gathering Church? And where is Jasper exactly? Jasper is about 45 minutes west of Birmingham, Alabama. Praise God. Love Alabama. If you need to know about having a big family, just talk to Pastor Alan. He has 10 <laughs> children. And so God bless April. She's a, oh man, she's a trooper. Amen. So well, let's pray. Father, we come today hungry, ready for what you have for us today. Just teach us, Father, through Pastor Bailey and, and just show us what you want us to know from this message we choose to receive. We, we come as an open vessel, ready in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Over to you, Pastor. Well, you know, after after I gave my life to, to Jesus and immediately found a church, and we bounced around to a couple of churches, traditional churches. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was looking for. And we ended up finding our pastor, who was my pastor for seven years. And he he did a very good job of disciplining me and taking me in and, and not only just teaching me the Bible, but he also told me how to interpret the move of the Holy Spirit in a service. I learned... It's hard to explain, but you know, mostly gleaning from him, I learned how to to flow, which is the word we like to use. Praise I learned God. how to flow. So, you know, after a few years with him, we stepped out and and we youth pastored for a season. Then we opened our church. Now, in all of that, I always, I it's, I wasn't it's, it's I wasn't empty, but it's like there was a part of me that just wasn't operating, and so. Pastoring the church, we really just pushed in and, and and started praying, me and my wife both, that, you know, God, this there's more to what we're called to do than just pastoring the church. This is great. We love our people. Our mm-hmm. people are great to us. And, yeah. and we're we're young and we're growing, but we're we're grateful, but there's more. Yeah. And then through some circumstances, a weird set of circumstances in a real estate deal, believe it or not, somehow, some way, we got a phone call from Canaan Land Ministries. And then ultimately Matt Gober, who built Canaan Land Ministries. Mm-hmm. And so in working through this real estate, because that was my career at the time was real estate, working mm-hmm. through this real estate deal, he found out that I pastored. He found out that I was spirit-filled, found out my story, what you know, what I'd shared mm-hmm. with you. And 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 so we spent a lot of time on the phone. Not we were supposed to be talking business, but we ended up talking ministry. And then after a few months of that, uh, typical Matt Gober, you know, he called me and he said, you know, if you're going to be my spiritual son, you're going to have to learn the word because you have all the tools, but you don't know anything. <laughs> that was that was my introduction into this world of Matt Gober. And after that moment, I said, you know what? You know more than I know, which means I need to be quiet and I need to listen. Wow. And he pulled me into his world. He pulled me into his life and really became a spiritual father to me. That was the first time I understood those words. And that opened the door for me to be able to go to Cana Land yeah. and begin to teach classes and minister to guys who were dealing with addiction, you know, a 12-month in-house program. And, and you, you're three classes a day, you get to go really. And, and these guys are hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, church, church is great. Church is great. You you get to enjoy it. You get to preach. You get to minister. But when you when you're dealing with a, a man who has lost everything, and they're hungry to be better, they pull things out of you you didn't even realize was in there. Wow. 
And it, it, you know, in those opportunities to teach, it really opened up doors for me to, to not just, because I was an extra addict, but for me, you know, like I told you, we, we I had this supernatural encounter. I had yep. this, this deliverance. I had this moment where it all changed for me, but what didn't change was my mind. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden now I'm free from drugs and alcohol as far as the physical addiction, but mentally I'm still wrestling with all of these things. Wow. And that's where I learned the term that I use at my church all the time is that you can be better and not be free. And I think that's what's happening. I think a lot of Christians get better, yeah. but they really don't understand freedom because they don't push in deep enough. Yeah. And in teaching at Cana Land, I would I would meet these students, and these these men were just awesome, and they were so hungry. And the only issue that I, I would sense with them was that they wanted to be free completely at one time. They they wanted that deliverance, like I, happened to me. And and again, there's no explanation for that. I don't I don't know how those things work. Right. But that's when I began to notice that, you know, you can't get free in every area at one moment. It's not possible. It's mm-hmm. just not possible. You, you're overwhelmed with that. It's, it is a daily walk with Christ. It yeah. is a daily growth. It's a daily discipline. And those things are, are when, when you're teaching these guys this, most guys like me uh, were extreme personalities. So if I'm in, I'm all in. And if I'm out, I'm all out. Mm-hmm. So they're in Canaan land and they're in the word and they're now have given their life to Jesus. They're spirit filled. They're all in. So I just want to be free. Well, that's where that's where the walk comes in. Mm-hmm. And you're teaching, teaching these steps and you're teaching this pattern and you're teaching, you know, and, and it's almost like they get disappointed because you don't you don't have the answer. You just have a bunch of answers. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started putting together well, not really putting it together. I just started seeing the patterns in my life mm-hmm. of what ended up becoming the Unstuck book. Yep. Because, I, you know, I would be in the area of finances. I was on point. Got it. I understand biblical finance. I understand mm-hmm. tithing. I understand sowing and reaping. I understand all the points to walking in financial prosperity. Mm-hmm. But let's say over in the world of keeping your attitude in check, and not being frustrated at life and not being frustrated because you're not where you want to be or whether it's your, you know, whether you're dealing with lust or where you're, whether you're simply an overthinker and you can't mm-hmm. cast your cares. Yeah. All of these little areas, you might be free in your money, but if you're not free in all those areas, they all touch each other. Yeah. And you have to understand that in each area, you're growing slowly or fast in each area. One, There's always an area you're going to excel in mm-hmm. and there's an area you're going to struggle in. And that's where you have to learn the word is is a daily discipline, and it, and it works these things out of you. Amen. Now, how far is Canaan land from where you were living then at that point? A uh, three-hour drive. So you had a little haul there to oh, go yeah. help people. I loved it, though. It was yeah. great. Before we finish up, we're going to talk about your book on the next episode. Okay. Anything you want to share about Mac? And I know when, when did he pass away? Anything, uh, words of wisdom besides it, telling it, you he didn't know anything? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a story I will share, and I don't share it often, but I do share it. Mac's been gone now, I believe, seven years, okay. and uh, this was this was the day that I remember the most at Cana Land because two things happened uh, that that turned out to be great stories. Um, number one, it's the first day that he ever came in my class and and sat, and he always monitored, but something about this day, he came in class, and and it just 
it did something on the inside of me to see your dad, your spiritual mm-hmm. dad, come in and sit down. But then he um, he's sitting on the back row, and you see him knock one of the students over and take his notebook and start taking notes. And and as a young preacher, you're thinking, man, Max taking notes, you know, he's taking notes from me, and and so just and and you know maybe it's pride, ego, I don't know, but it just man, it just felt so nice to feel like you're you're decent at what you do. Yeah. And uh, so we get through the whole class, and he's taking notes, and we uh, we get done, and he comes to the front, gives me a big hug, big kiss on the cheek, like he always did, and uh, and. I thought, you know, I said, I didn't, I didn't want to ask him if he got good notes because he would always ask the students, did you take good notes? Mm-hmm. And But but I just, because I'm a jokester, I'm like, oh, yeah, you got some good notes today. And he said, no, I was writing my grocery list. <laughs> 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 but he, he was taking notes, thank, thank, God, thank yeah. the Lord. Yeah. He was taking notes, but but he did, um, it, he boosted my confidence, yeah. I guess that's the way to put it. So. And walking back to his office, and now now Canaan Land is set up almost like a high school. You're going to walk through this really long hall wow. to get to an office and all these things. Yeah. And we're walking, and, and at the time, Mac had just had a surgery on his on his uh, leg, so he's on a cane. And we're walking back, and he told me, he said, he said, son, he always called me son. He said, you really did a good job today. And I said, you know, it was all Jesus. And he stopped and he popped me in the shin with his cane. I mean, hard. Wow. Yeah, really hard. And I looked at him and he goes, if it was all Jesus, there'd have been no mistakes. Oh, wow. And just that was Mac. Wow. That was Mac. Just he was, you know, now understand he hit me in the shin because we played with each other like that right. all the time. You know, right. we, we were, we were just, we're just country boys, you know, right. Right. but he would always drop that nugget. To, it was encouraging, but it was also reminding you're always going to grow. Wow. You're always going to grow. That's and awesome. that that's that has always stuck with me. And now, yeah. even when I'm ministering, even when I'm preaching, if I'm preaching at my church or traveling or whatever, that even before I walk out, uh, I'll always pray, Lord, I, I, don't, I don't I want it to be all you. Yes. And Amen. please help me eliminate the mistakes. <laughs> Amen. Well, Pastor, we're out of time today. If you would just pray for our listeners, please. Father, thank you. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that those that hear this, you want to do great things in their life. And Lord, I pray right now that you you reach people right where they are, that your heartbeat is for them. I pray that people recognize that, that they can be free, not just better. So Lord, I thank you that your eyes are upon them. And I pray that they put their eyes upon you in perfect pieces in their heart and it's in their life forevermore. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're looking forward to tomorrow, Pastor. And you can contact his ministry at gatheringchurch.life. Folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.